So the first year was all about this, these art songs. And, and then from German, it became Italian. Oh, tell me a dolce ardor. So it's just a line of breath and putting just sounds on top of it. John, I cannot tell you how much I want to thank you for being here today on a moment's notice. I mean, it was just yesterday I asked you to come and you're coming here doing this with me today. I really appreciate it. Because it's you. <laughs> That's what I want to hear. That's what I want to hear. Yeah. Thank you so much, really. Yes. John, let's start off with what, where were you born? I was born in Tokyo. Okay. Yes. So. Where, where in Tokyo? Uh, actually, I was born in um, Keio, Uni you know, Keio University. University. That's about yeah. Hospital. Hospital, yes. Yeah. Which okay. is still very near, you know, Tokyo Tower. That's not so bad. I mean, everything just, in Tokyo is close, yeah. to be honest. Yeah. You know, compared to other places in the world. Right. So, how, do you have siblings? I, I have a younger brother. Okay. And my father had a family in the States, and they all, I have Nutzos, uh, all in the Maryland area, D.C., that eastern side. Before you or after you? Uh, before me. Before you? Yeah. So how many years between you and your brother? My brother, oh God, that's years. I mean, they were so, like 30, so 30 years or something. Between you and your brother? Yeah, my brother. My parents, my mother um, met my father. After the war, he came to t Japan. Okay. And then he started an insurance company. And then my mother was working there and they got married. But they were like almost 30 years apart. Okay. So it was an interesting story, you know. And then from there, uh, in Japan, my brother and I, we were born. But, wait, wait, but, but how many years between you and your brother? One. Oh, one year? Yeah. You thought I said your father and your mother. I'm, I'm sorry. Your brother. My brother I had, sorry, in the States, my oldest brother, you know. So he, he and I were really far, so... Like how, like about thirty years difference. Yeah. yeah. Really? Yeah. Are you, do you know him? Um, he passed away, but I, I knew him really well. When I, every time I used to go to the states, really? and, and I have two sisters live still living in under the, him or under him living in Maryland. Are they still okay? Uh yeah, yeah. They're um, they have a lot of kids, a lot of grandkids, and you know it's. Do you know them? Are you close with any of them? Very close. Um, this this connects to my opera, operatic career. Right. But when I went to New York to sing, mm. Japanese, my mother's side, they all came to New York. So it, it became a one big reunion of, you know, my mother's side and my father's side all in New York. And they got to hear three operas I did there. And we all got close. And, you know, they okay. all still... So wait, how long... Your father, how, is he still alive? Or did he pass? My father passed away um, when I was 14. When you were 14? Yeah. And then my mother got uh, remarried. And then my father was in the Army. Mm -hmm. And my father was in the U.S. Air Force. My stepfather was in the U.S. Air Force, doctor in the U.S. Air Force. And then he st was stationed in Misawa at the end, Misawa Air Base, which is know, northern Japan, very cold. Yeah. But... Um, they still live up there, and my Wait, brother. Did you live up there for a while too? No, I never did. You never did. I never did. My music career was too. You know, I was flying everywhere. So we're going to get into that in a second. I'm okay. going to get you through your childhood. So, 
Growing up, did you grow up here in Japan? Yes, I did. Okay, so you didn't, did you go, what schools did you go to? St. Mary's International High School. You went all the way, through, but uh, you went through, through the elementary? Yeah, Seisen was. Seisen, that's right. Kindergarten. Which is girls' school, actually. Yeah. But for the boys, they have kindergarten for boys and girls. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then you went from there to St. Mary's. St. Mary's. Well, you have a bunch of guys that are, you guys are so close. <laughs> a lot of them. Yeah, we are. St. Mary's guys are very, very close yes. during and after school. Yes. Your network is vast. Yeah. Wow. Did you, do you find, did you find that helpful for you once you got out of, of um, St. Mary's? It's always good to have um, kind of they all, you know, the international high school, the way, you know, we have our own world in a sense in Tokyo, you know, so they all think, oh, so you live in Tokyo. But it's it's international school people living in Tokyo in a sense. So every time I do a you know any performance or singing, I always get back into this group to kind of get back to myself, you know. Right. And even the language, you know, we mix Japanese and English. That's so right, that's, that's right. the most comfortable kind of way of communicating, you know. So, okay, okay. what sports were you involved in in school? Let's see, elementary first. Elementary, elementary. I was a uh, like basketball, baseball, swimming, mm -hmm. and that continued into junior high school. When did singing start? Singing started actually elementary school. Okay, and how, did, how did it start? How did, how did it start? I was shy. I didn't want to sing, but the teacher, Mr. Campbell, um, heard my voice and just said, "Hey, you have a talent." What grade was this? Uh, third grade. Third grade. And you remember that? Yeah. Because I was in the room and I didn't want to go to the audition. And I never did go to the audition until he came. Actually grabbed me, took me to the audition. You know, and then that Christmas, he already put me up there and made me sing solos for Christmas songs. So there was no one in your family? Your mother, father? Were they into music in any kind of way? Um, uh, not at all. But my mother... I must say that she was very artistic in every sense. Mm -hmm. She'll pick up a guitar, she can play, she'll play p piano, she draws, she, I mean, name it, she has so much cre creativity. Mm -hmm. And then also knowledge from Japanese enka, which is a Japanese folk song, right? All the way to opera, and in between, Elvis, Beatles, Rock. So how did that start? Okay, third grade, he made you sing. Right. Then what happens? And then I was just hooked. <laughs> um, stage was, uh, first it was fear, but then it slowly and gradually it just turned into joy. And the joy of singing for people, you know. And at first I realized, that. Uh, well, what made me realize it's a joy, is it's the applause. It's that... I sing, and people, I can make people happy. So, and then I continued, you know. But didn't singing. you get teased by any of your friends and stuff? Because, I mean, the voice singing, come on. There we go. <laughs> let's, let's get into it. Yeah. Um, so, Especially at an all-boys school. Yeah. And the funny thing is, my school, my class, was all-boys class, you know, you know um, had different, of course, different groups in the class. And all the, you know intellectual group and so on and so forth so on and so forth my group was more of a creative or a sportsman 
type kind of people, you know. Right. So they supported me, so nobody actually made, you know, any kind of. Well, they 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 ran block for you. They made sure. Yeah. Is Wait, that, but because okay, your father's American, your mother's Japanese. Right. So did you have a lot of other? Your friends were like that too. A lot of your yeah. friends, your group. Yeah. Because that group would tend to stick together. Versus right. the ones that are just all Japanese or either all American or all French or all German. Yeah, you know, it, well, it was just like that. Was it, is that right? Right. So your buddies protected you? They protected me and they loved coming and um, they'll enjoy it sometimes. They'll make fun of me, you know, like, you know, make fun of me sometimes, you know, but they always came to the concerts. And then the, another thing is that, but I was also very heavily into sports. So after elementary, I was, you know, into like what basketball, swimming, track, you know, name it. You know, so I was. In so you stayed involved anyway. Yeah. So. So that made your buddies even tighter with you. Right. Because they saw you weren't just a guy that could sing. <laughs> yeah. Is that right? Yeah, and I was in like a speech team. So Did I was you? both in sports and artistic kind of things, you know. So I kept myself in both areas. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so academically, how did you do? Were you pretty good academically? I was very good. <laughs> Were you? I was. I was in the IB, uh, all the classes for IB, you know. So what subjects were your favorites? Uh, actually, science and math. So. Did you ever use that for anything? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you go to high school. When you finish high school, by then you really knew you were good at singing. Right. So what started to happen? When well, then I went to college in California, which was Southern California, and um, which one? Chapman University. Chapman University. Yes. Why? It's a private uh, un college then, university now. Mm -hmm. um, uh, I had a choice of USC, UCLA, but it was very big. Very, Chapman was in Orange County, and then it was beautiful and kind of, you know, relaxing and I like that atmosphere, you know, so I chose as as a business major. So I was there as a business major, but I wanted to sing for the choir since I was already singing in St. Mary's. So I went to the choir and then I sang. And then now I'm singing, well, I talk higher, but then I was like, hey, what's, I'm John, what's up, guys? So I spoke really low and... You on purpose or you just... I just, I was... I don't know, I was just, I had a low voice, so okay. I spoke low, you know. Okay. Okay. And then the teacher's like, oh, here you go, another guy who wants to sing without a voice. Kind he didn't of think thing. you had a voice. No, because, you, you know, you, know, you don't crazy. sing, hey, what's up, how's it going, you know. And then, but a choral director, Dr. Hall, he was a genius in a sense for choral music, um, he heard something in me. And then, you want to sing? I said, you were in choir? I said, yeah, I was in choir in St. Mary's. He goes, go upstairs and see this guy called Patrick Gazer. So he, and he was my, he became my voice teacher after all. Um, he's like, and he talks very high, very tenor. Hello, my name is Patrick. You know, up there, just ringing. I said, well, I'm John. How nice to meet you. He's like, he's like oh, no. and he's like, oh, no. You know, it's like, this is he not going to work. Well, let's try something. So, well, can you sing a scale? Yeah, I can sing a scale. And then, and I was like, yeah, I can sing a scale. And then we started playing, and he's like, 
da 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 and I started still young, you know, of course, right, right. but I started singing so that the whole low huskiness was gone, and it, my voice when I sing it was ringing. You know, I had a because I was a boy soprano when I was in elementary right. school, real right. high voice. College, I was already a tenor, so okay. high baritone or tenor—that's that was the question, you know. Right. But Patrick's yeah. eyes just opened up, and he's like, "Just give me half, you know, six months. Just stay out of business for a while. <laughs> Try the music classes, and then I guarantee you, in six months, you'll start winning competitions." You hadn't done anything in Japan prior to that. No, nothing professionally. You were just through the school and Christmas times and stuff like that. Exactly. What was that? Just a regular, you know, kid enjoying. Did none of the parents say, "Can you come and sing at my birthday party or for my kids or anything like that?" Or uh, not that I can remember. Not, too, not okay. too much. Yeah. So you really didn't know. You had no clue. No, it was just the school boys choir, school musical. Uh, my friends had a rock band, so we used to sing rock. You know. All that journey. Did you really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Eagles and. Did you ever get the girls to scream and stuff? Oh yeah. So, lucky I had fans around. You know. Is that right? <laughs> it was fun. So that's another reason <laughs> I like being on stage. But you know, it's it was just fun. Yeah. But then my voice changed. Well, it didn't change when I went to college. Like I said, he made me sing, and then he goes, "All right, try this." And the first song he gave me was. Schubert, which is a German composer, very difficult art song. It's called so it's not opera. It's a special songs made for just piano and voice, you know. And it's in German. Now I don't speak German. So how did you get around that? Well, basically, he told me, you know, the first phrase he said, you know, sing like this, and then so he just taught me the first phrase, which was. Ich frage keine Blume, ich frage keine Stern. It's very poetic, and then classical music like that is always talking about nature, the beauty of nature, um, comparing it to your emotional feelings, you know, to the nature, the moonlight, the sun, um, stuff like that. But he wanted you to use that for training. Training, but why? With the sentence you just you just gave me, or the phrase you just gave me, you just spoke it. So what, how was that training? How would you have to speak? How would you have to do it? So I learned the pronunciation of German first, a okay. little bit, and then he goes, "Now sing how you feel or how you can you know, sing this." And I said, "So I started." Ich frage keine Blume. Nope. Ich frage kein. Nope. Ich frage keine Blume. Nope. Like twenty times, he just said no without giving me any reason why. I couldn't get through two phrases of the, the German songs. Right. The reason wasn't the German pronunciation because he knew I couldn't sing German. It was the way how I was breathing through the notes. So rock is like you're as cool. You know, you could uh, kind of go into it. Whereas classical music with this, especially, it was a quiet song. So it's. 
Ich frage keine Blume. Nothing like I've ever sang before, you know. How long was it before he finally told you that's how you had to do it? About 20 times, you know. <laughs> you were getting frustrated. He could see that you were about to say, okay, I'm done. Yeah, and I get frustrated real quick, you know, and then so I was like, oh, this is, yeah. this is, this is, I'm doing, you know, best I can. Maybe I'm not for classical music. He's like, oh, relax, John, you know. He goes, everyone's like this. But, and then he goes, it's all about breathing. Classical is about all about breathing. So nothing in you know power in the in the in the shoulders. You don't push it out. You don't you know it's not rock and roll. You know so and then he told me this and then so the first year was all about these, these art songs, and and then from German it became Italian. Oh, tell me, dolce So it's just a line of breath and putting just sounds on top of it. And then French, you know, it's like L'herbe molle sommeil sous le frère So slowly I'm learning the pronunciation to it. So, and then after that was done, and then he goes, well, let's sing some opera. And finally, yeah, you know. Did you want to sing opera? Nope. That's what I was wondering. I mean, how could he get you, convince you to sing in an area that you had no interest or any experience in right um i i like music i love dancing i used to break dance i used to i mean you know i used to do all that and then i met mu uh, music you know the genre of music where i actually had to study really hard you know so that was a challenge and so then you like challenges i like challenges and then also the voice changes you know, because you're as cold as ice, very, uh, to, like I said, flowing and, you know, and then high notes comes real natural. And so all that I was learning and I started to learn, wow, this is an art. It really isn't just singing, you know, it's an art where you have to really work hard for it. So it became a challenge. And then singing wise, I thought I could sing anything. So it, the challenge was just interesting. When did know? it start to feel like you it was clicking? How long were you into it before you felt like after I'm three three months, you know, slowly it was I started to understand it's it's almost like it's not squeezing out the sound, but it's almost like yawning. And then within the yawning kind of space, you flow the sound and you have to hit this spot right behind the nose, which is the where it vibrates. It sounds technical. No, no, it's interesting. But yes. it's a very technical thing, you know. So all that I was learned through singing the art songs. And then he gave me opera song, you know. And then it became like, Una furtiva lagrima. So it's a louder. And then the ping is a little bit more there. And then it's like, you could sing louder now because it's opera. Now you're singing in front of 2,000, 4,000 people. Right. Art songs is for like 300 people, 600 people, you know, smaller venue. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you do that. And then he started teaching me, my natural voice only went up to like high G or A, um, which is pretty high. And it's enough for most, a lot of these songs. 
But then he goes, you could sing high C, which is like the so-called operatic Pavarotti, and you know they they make that into a their weapon in a sense, you know. And then I could sing it, but I go up there, and then it was still a little thin. And then he goes, now yawn, and then think the voice going back, ah, and then not just ah, and going straight to it. But uh, so it's like getting the voice around and into this space where it rings mm -hmm. without forcing it, you know. And then once I got that, it was like, dun, 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 ah, and I could hit it. And then singing. How long did that take? Six months. See, I'm just trying to get my head around what must have been frustration. Six months of not being able to hit the note and him telling you that's not it yet. Right. How did you, and, you th and especially I'm sure you came in at times and thought, I know I got it now. Yeah. And he said, no. <laughs> yeah. So what, what do, how did you come get around that? Um, I think I was lucky with my friends. And I was lucky with Patrick's students. We all had, he only had tenors for students. And then every Monday we had a master class where somebody, two or three of us, had to sing in front of the rest of the friends. And then Patrick's like, well, this is John, now he's gonna sing this. This is Bruce, he's gonna sing this. So we come in, like in recital, we come in and then if we don't sound good, all our friends were like, boo, boo. <laughs> so it was a, like a team thing, you know? And then why are you booing? Your, your high note was off and that sound was a little, you know, low. So the teacher was telling me something, but also the friends were all teaching and they're learning at the same time too. So that's how we, we got through, you know, and a good job, John. And so I never, it, it was frustrating. I used to always turn around and just not hit the piano, but, ah, you know, or scream sometimes, you know. And, but, yeah, he goes like, hey, John, turn around, sing. <laughs> so it was a good team in a sense. And then from that, um, my friends or the, my grade or whatever, Three of them went to the Metropolitan Opera, I mean, have a big opera career too, so, um, like I said, I had good friends. Are these still close with any of them? Oh yeah, I'm cl yeah, all of them, especially right now, you know, it's like, what's going on in Paris, what's going on in Vienna, what's going on in New York, is the opera still going on, you know, so, um, but we've always been close, and um, like I said, we were in Southern California, so after the singing lessons and stuff, when we're all frustrated, we like hop on the car, let's go Newport Beach and we go surfing, you know. So it was a it was a good place for me. A lot of my friends also decided to go to New York to study, which is a very smart move too. But it was cold, it was, you know, more serious. Here it was a little bit more loose, but I think it's how you get into it or practice. So, um yeah, I was in Chapman, 
and it's we're in college, so we we'll go back to the dorm and we have our you know good time partying and and this and that. But then all of a sudden, like at two a.m., I want to practice, and I used to go back to the music school. And then around two o'clock on certain days and stuff, I told the guard, "Please come back and open the recital room, which is the big room where mm-hmm. I could use. Mm-hmm. Usually, it's the practice room, you know." Right. And he's like, hey, it's John, of course, it's open already. And so he put the light on. So at 2 o'clock, it's like after all that, you know, even on weekends, I used to go and just all by myself, just hitting the piano, enjoying the echo, and then putting the sound on it. And then nobody's there. You know, it's just a dark light. And then get into the story of the, the song. So uh, I used to... I mean, I love that, you know. How many times did you put your teacher, Patrick, in tears? Did you ever have him in tears? Oh, yeah. Um, first time was like when I had that high C, like clear, just <laughs> boom. You know, he's like, you have, you have the weapon now. And he this, cried. He just, just you can just go. You can go to New York. You can go, to, you can go Europe. You can go anywhere with this. So he was in tears. Another time was is actually when he heard me at Vienna and in, in New York. He came to hear me and I was featured, you know, I was just the main guy. So when he was in tears and I, you know, this is my teacher, you know. And the um, unusual thing is usually after college, college singing teachers, college, you know, it's a different level of beginning, beginning level of voice teaching. Mm-hmm. And then usually they go to New York, whatever, Paris, Italy, to find a real operatic teacher, you know. But I never did that. I just stuck to Patrick. Is he still around? Yeah. He's still teaching. Yeah. How old is he now? 88. 88. Yeah. You should say hello to him so he'll see this. (laughs) Hey, Patrick, how you going? (laughs) Yeah, I'm still singing and I'm sure you're, you know, getting those tenors, great sounds and voices. So, um, good to talk to you. (laughs) Miss you. (laughs) <laughs> wow. So yeah. He's in California, still the same college? Same college, yes. And the college mm-hmm. is getting be- more and more beautiful. And It's a university now, right? Yeah, university now. Wow. So uh, music is still strong, and then film became really strong. So the film department is really strong, and a lot of the Japanese kids went to the film school there. And then there's a famous um, Ruoni Kenshin, a Japanese movie here. But it uses like a, a special technique, um, which n- Japanese never did before. But he learned this in, in Chapman, and then he was under somebody, some famous uh, film director in, in Hollywood. And then he came back, and then he was, he did this movie, and then he became, boom, instant star, you know. But you're in Chapman? He goes, yeah, we're in Chapman. I was like, all right, Chapman. So He's your kohai. Kohai. Kohai, wow. Kohai, Kohai. But yeah, he's, yeah, he's doing, he's trying to change Japanese, not change, but introduce mm-hmm. different things, you know, he okay. can do for Japanese movies, mm-hmm. you know, stuff. Now, we did talk a little bit before, this is outside of your singing, because I'm, I'm just so fascinated by you when I first saw you sing at the American Club, when you came to Einstein. Yes. You put tears in my eyes. I Thank said, you. this guy <coughs> has some pipes on him, my goodness, it just blew me away. But you're married, yep, and you have a daughter. Yes, I do. And she's 
You said she lived, she went to school in the States? She, yes, she did. Um, she went to Seisen International High School. Here? Here in Tokyo. Okay. That's and then she story. naturally was in the choir. She's and a senior too? Yeah. Well, she she was, she liked singing. Did you raise her to sing? Did you kind of always I've sing always, I didn't raise her to sing. I didn't teach her because, you know, voice I knew that is different from piano and violin. You have to have a certain muscle and, you know, to, to support that. So not everyone can sing, you believe? Air. Well, not too young. Okay. So like high school, right. not too pushy, but just, you know, light. Well, just on nothing, do you think anyone can learn to sing? Yes, yes, they yes they can. You believe that? Yeah, and then they yeah. could sing different levels, of course. Right. A voice is something that's given, you know, and I I realized that. So when I was in college, it's like you know, it's no fair, John. It's like, okay, you have the voice already. I hear what you're saying. Some people have the muscle or whatever right. that they were born with, and it makes it easier. Right. Doesn't mean they're going to be good with it. Right. But it will make it easier. Right. And you had that. I had that, and I had Patrick to. Tune it, tune it, tune it, tune it. He goes, and that must feel good, but mm, this, if you do this, it's better. Better. Yeah. Wow. So that made me, you know, a little bit ahead of people. Mm -hmm. So it was always fun to, to had to go to competitions in the um, Southern California because all the other big stars of all the other schools were there. It's like, oh no, John's here. <laughs> you know, it's like. Is that how they felt? They knew. Yeah, because. I was lucky enough to win a lot of the competitions, so. So you didn't want to push your daughter when she was too young? Yeah, I didn't want to, but I let her sing, or I would, we will sing together. But she was always dancing, always dancing, always, and I knew she really liked singing. Um, classical singing is a different thing, because it becomes real artistic, so I wasn't sure, you know, how far I go. But she was in choir, and Seisen went to Southern California for a competition. And then I was there for um, a couple of year, weeks to sing and teach at the university. And then so she, the Seisen Choir was there, and then I heard their rehearsal before the competition. I said, you guys sound great. You're going to win 100%. And, and I heard a couple other choirs. I said, don't even sweat it. You'll, you'll win. And then believe, believe it or not, they, all, they got first place, yeah. you know. And so... And then she got really excited. And by then she had few uh, university already under the belt or, you know, was accepted. But Chapman, she never saw it. And she came and she goes, wow, this is a beautiful place. And she liked the atmosphere. And I, I introduced her to Ch Patrick and then all the teachers and the friends. And they're like, she really liked it. And uh, that's where I want to go. So. She graduated from Chapman University. Is that right? Yeah, not music. Not she tried music. music, but yeah, she graduated from Chapman. I went there. I wore the alumni dad kind of thing, you know, and and it was it was oh, fun. That's beautiful. So, what is she doing now? What does your daughter do now? Now she's um, back in to well, because of the Corona, she had to come back. Well, she came back. Um, where was she? Where was she before? Where was she? She well after college, she was living in. LA with her boyfriend okay and then she started uh, kind of like a she was teach, uh, learning kinesiology so you know body work mm -hmm, and mm -hmm, stuff mm -hmm. so she also knew a lot of you know that and 
chemical things and so and so what's good for your skin or so she internet friends from Harvard Stanford that's they all got together and then started making some kind of product and which I don't even know because I'm just a singer <laughs> but in Tokyo they're trying to, um, well this was before corona she was you know they were already and to launch up the Tokyo version it's already launched in Australia LA um, in in Shanghai or somewhere you know I don't know what's that is like now mm -hmm. but but Tokyo um, she's working on it and um, meanwhile like I said she's bilingual and she's a lot better than me she really she really knows how to get connected you know, it's amazing and um, she's she's friendly she's good at communication real good at communication and um, she's about 175 with heels so she's like 180 wow. centimeters wow. so she's taller than you she wears a heel then she's, she's taller, taller than, than you, you. yeah right. and then I helped her um, introduced to the, the public so the concert out and this is my daughter so she'll get on the stage and everyone's like wow you know and when I sing for Mikimoto or like Bulgari or like private company you know and that's what you do when you're here in Japan I do that I do concerts I did operas several um, oh. national anthem like one I know you sure do yeah so I, I but only f the U.S. national anthem, both, both the Japanese, ones. Japanese and the Jap oh, that's yeah. right, you do both. Yeah, that's right. The only other thing was the French anthem, which kind of I like. I sang. And you do that as well? Yeah, I did at the French okay. embassy. So, oh. yeah. so, and I was just asked to sing in May for the Japan Derby. I'm going to sing the Japanese anthem then. So, um. Concert is, of course, with Corona, a little bit, you know, hard to sing. But um, yeah, it's still going. Everyone loves it. They all do it on internet, but you know, it's not their like live thing. That's right, that's but right. it's still an art that uh, art form that people love. I just did a concert two weeks ago with a whole bunch of other. It was an all genre music concert, from like I said, rock and roll, opera the folk songs so we had about 60 of us but it was a charity concert for we still do it for Tohoku right. the Tohoku victims the tsunami vic victims so but yeah it was full it's completely full at Suntry Hall you know so that way you know people still come mm -hmm. the only thing about classical music is it just naturally um, how should I say it people who's a little bit older than I am you know the audience they they love the art so and they just kind of got a little bit scared away from going into the theater That's so right. and they got used to watching it on TV or this and that so um, that's our next step you know I don't mean, worry come back to the theater it's it's live it's it's great you know so that's true I guess you're right yeah so what do you see for the future your future here my future here is um, I just booked up four recitals because we got to go just yesterday. And then so I'm going to, I, I'm going to do a recital, but um, we're going to be funded by the, the government too. And 
we have to do something different from what you were always doing, meaning different program. You can't do the same program. And you also have to introduce younger classical pe people, you know, get them on stage, let them feel what it's like, give them a chance of feel of applause. So, yeah, I was thinking and I just hooked, um, we collaborate, I'm going to collaborate with this 12, not all 12, like I said, probably five of them, but it's a, all violinists, younger violinists just graduated from college. And it's led by um, a, a violin player, a violinist, a lady violinist who's like my age, you know. So that was the thing. She made it so that younger kids can get a chance. And the pianist used to be my pianist when she first came out. Mm -hmm. And I gave her the chance to get on the stage. And now she's working with this famous violinist and now she's touring with the 12 violinists and although she just did a 20 place tour and she just finished you know so she's 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 there you know the so I'm real happy that the pianist you know made or in a good spot so I asked her said to, to ask maybe five violin to um, join me in this way their repertoire is like Disney or musical or Japanese folk songs and I have canzone, Italian songs, opera. So we'll have a into and a piano solo probably. So just making a program right now. So we'll do this uh, through summer and then to like September. Yeah. And after that, slowly I'm um, getting um, different like I said I'll be singing for the Japan Derby so a little off the operatic artistic thing but it's something to show off the operatic voice that's right and then people say wow what is that you know I'm also doing I don't know when but um with kabuki people and they have a special voice too so um, we're gonna collaborate they're gonna do their talking voice and I'm going to be singing and someone's going to make a story and oh, this is a new art something they're trying for the first time it seems sounds like yep that's interesting so the collaboration answering your question sorry to Klong but collaboration of all sorts of genre is going to be more important or very going to be important and um, because all the art suffered you know for two years so it's it's kind of interesting meeting new people and you know and everybody's into collaboration mode so some of them won't work because people think art art creative artists you know if you put them together they'll figure something out but that doesn't sometimes. yeah it doesn't work sometimes you know so yeah. but we're all charged up to do to the try collaboration it's yeah. So, and sometimes it's just, it's great. It's just a miracle wow. that happens, so. Sounds good. Well, John, I wish you all the best, buddy. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for this. Oh, it's really. a pleasure to be here. Great yeah. talking to you, yes. Yeah. We're gonna have to do this again. I hope so, yes. Maybe we'll do it again. Yes, please, thank sure. you. I wanna thank all of you out there for watching this podcast. Make sure you press like and subscribe. I need you to subscribe. <laughs> Remember, it's all on loan, 
So continue to reach for the stars because you're too blessed to be stressed.